This is Hope FM. We have got this month's um, Community Action Network uh, Community Hero. Um, two members from it, in fact. The charity is Helping Young Minds and delighted to say that we have got both uh, Julie Laming, a co-founding a trustee and also youth ambassador for the charity, um, Kira Darwin, with us today. Very good morning. Very happy Christmas to you both. Merry Very Christmas. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, well, we're delighted to have you uh, with us today. Um, um, Julie, um, first of all, were you excited to get the award? Very excited, yeah. It really meant a lot to us as a charity. We've not been going that long. We got our registration in 2020 during lockdown. So we've only really started to really push forward and start doing all the things that we've sort of really dreamt of doing. So this is a real, yeah, a massive boost for us. So thank you. So congratulations on that. So for people that don't know about Helping Young Minds, tell us exactly why it was set up and what it does. Um, Helping Young Minds um, provides courses and workshops um, and activities for young people to to empower them and to give them the confidence and the skills to tackle with life's challenges. So we're we're all about not just putting our arm about young uh, sorry putting our arm around young people. We're about actually. Um, really hearing them and listening to them and hearing about what they need to push forward and to have the confidence to, to cope with life and to cope with different mental well-being issues. But we're also very passionate about supporting parents um, of those young people. Um, as a parent myself, of a teenager, that's what's really inspired me to get the charity going. Um, it's, it's a tough place sometimes being a parent of a teenager um, and seeing your child, you know, struggle and not have the self-esteem they should have and and what breaks your heart the most about parent is actually seeing your child not have the hope that you have for them and not have that really that real belief that they have such a special value in this world so if we can help young people to really feel valued and know they've got a real special purpose then i think we're doing a really good thing for them and that's what we want to do Uh, so just physically how do you do that what's the sort of process that helps the support Well, I think having a sense of purpose, having a sense of belonging um, gives you value. And I think also young people coming together um, and supporting each other really boosts their confidence. And I think it builds the skill and the the self-esteem they need to actually then know how to deal with different situations in their life. And I think one thing I'm really finding by talking to young people is that actually, although they know they've got their own struggles, what they really want to do is help their their friends and the people around them which is really touching but actually when you help someone else that actually empowers you to feel more confident and it actually that in itself can be such a, a great way to build up your your well-being and you know and to, to be to feel stronger as a person so the more we can do to bring community together to give them a sense of purpose so we want to do lots of really interesting activities we've already done pizza night um, which sounds a little bit bland but they absolutely loved it we do creative uh, creativity um, activities as well we play games and then we had sort of discussion times where they could really just share in a really safe nurturing environment how they feel what some issues are that they having to face at school and actually support each other and connect so is there an actual sort of center where they come yeah so we're based at the mad for dance center of dance and well-being in christchurch um that's a dance school so a lot of 
the people we're getting at the moment are from the dance school but we obviously we want to reach out into the wider community um, but we actually yeah we hold activities uh, we've got some really exciting courses coming up next year one is for parents actually which is which is uh, mental health first aid and it's natural award qualification but it's it's the, the um, course is actually written for parents, carers and teachers, people that work with young people, so they can actually start to know how to identify mental health issues, how to deal with it, what to say, just the really good basic knowledge and understanding of dealing with those situations. So that's for parents, but we've got a really exciting course coming up for the young people, which is called Empowering Young Minds. And that's going to be a combination of different um, professionals and therapists coming in to talk to them about lots of different things. We're going to be looking at like vision boards, so life coaching activities. We're going to be doing also the Mental Health First Aid geared for young people so they can know how to help young people but obviously gives them the knowledge as well uh, we also got a therapist coming in to talk about dealing with um, different emotions like anxiety and stress and giving them different skills and understanding to know how to deal in different situations so that's going to be a really good one that six-week course um, so there's quite a lot of activity there I mean it would be true to say in the last couple of years there has been a uh, nationwide if not international focus about mental health and young people it's something that even the royal family have taken up is that true yeah that's absolutely right and I think even before Covid it, it was building up quite a lot more I mean back in my day I, I didn't even really know the word mental well-being or mental health it just wasn't really you know in the sort of you know heard of very much but yeah there's a there's a lot more understanding about it but I still think there's a lot of stigma to do with mental health I do think a lot of young people especially feel um, that they shouldn't be coming forward to talk about it because they're not an extreme case enough or they feel other people are worse off so therefore you know they shouldn't be wanting help or needing help I think it's understand the difference between mental health illnesses and mental well-being and and the importance of prevention as well, because 75% of mental health illnesses in adults started before they were the age of 14. So actually, if we can actually reach out and deal with it at an earlier age with children and young people, we're going to be helping the next generation. So, Judy, you, you mentioned there the Mad for Dance um, mm. a school as well, um, which you, if I'm right, you're, you're the principal of Mad yes, for Dance as well. Yeah. So you've got a background in dance and working yes. with, <laughs> with young people. So what was that moment then when you decided, OK, from dance to, to doing this with um, uh, helping young minds? Well, I mean, putting aside the fact that I'm a principal of a dance school, dance is a really powerful way of actually um, helping people's mental well-being. It's, it's just a great art form most art forms are amazing at helping our mental well-being I think over the years like I said like pre-covid a good five years before that I had more and more children and parents coming to me who had uh, who were struggling with mental health issues and I was becoming more and more aware that although I'm very passionate about dance and what it can do to help uh, children and young people building confidence I just wanted to do more I wanted to be able to offer more to these young people that were around me and the people that I was coming into contact with so the dance school is is a great springboard for the charity as well because obviously I've instantly got a lot of people who um, are there. And actually, I've to totally forgotten your question. <laughs> just yeah, just about <laughs> that that, that moment, you know, moment, when you when you yeah. thought when you thought actually, um, I guess. 
as, as well as uh, a lot of organ- like social services and stuff like that, the, the great job that they do often it's seen, especially with young people in mental health, is sometimes often the, the schools or the teachers at the schools mm. or the organisations or the, you know, the, the social clubs that, that people go to. And the people that run those almost become for better or a second carer or they're at least someone that's able to spot the need and spot the point when um, yeah. young people young people are struggling are you noticing that that more now yeah and i'm just going back to the question where you said about that moment i will share with you that moment because actually it was a very very specific moment where i'd found this center we i was looking for a home for the dance school and i found this center and it was, you know, quite. It was a, a massive project converting um, a really old British Legion um, centre into a um, dance studios. And I went away and I just prayed. And I just thought, I don't know if I can do this. This is. I'm only going to do this if this is right with you, God. Because this is like a massive, scary step. I'm not mm. an entrepreneur. I just love dance and I just love kids. That's it. <laughs> so taking on this massive financial project was really frightening. And it was just as clear as day. He just said to me, take it on and give it back to the community. Wow. And that's what gave me the strength to do it. And then literally, as I drove up the road, I was in Carberry Avenue in Southbourne. I remember it really clearly. And then this whole thing of actually we could open a charity. We could do a charity and then help even more young people in the area. You know, and that just I don't know, I just, I couldn't, I can't explain the excitement and just that conviction that, okay, maybe I can do this because maybe it's not, it's not just about the dance school and it's certainly not just about me, it's about other people and helping more uh, kids in the community. Well, that's a great story, especially getting that confirmation um, as well, that it was what you needed to do as well. Julie, thanks for that. We've also got Kira here with us, who's a youth ambassador. Um, We'll be hearing from Kira as well about her involvement with helping young minds. This is Hope FM. Kira is, in fact, the youth ambassador for helping young minds. So welcome to the studio. Hi. Uh, So how did you get the job? So every ambassador does an application for the charity. Um, We talk about our own experiences with mental well-being, how we think we can help the charity and things like that. And it's mostly about what we think that we can contribute to the charity as young people, as friendly faces. And yeah, Julie and the rest of the charity board then choose the ambassadors and yeah, let us represent as young people, what the charity is. So what typically would you do as a youth ambassador? So, so far in the charity, I've spoken at a couple of events just to try and outline what the charity has done for me as a young person. Um, And I'm also there to be a friendly face at every workshop, at all these events, as somebody that young people can come and talk to as well, if it's... um, it's a, I'm a friendly face for them to come and sort of be comfortable to talk to as somebody who's relating to them being the same age sort of thing. So how important is that then? You as a young person uh, then, um, if you were someone that was um, uh, looking to uh, be involved or, or receive some help from helping young minds and they see, they don't see, just between you and me because we're, we're the youngest ones in the room, uh, see an, an older person compared to seeing a younger person. Do you think that, that helps, helps a young person maybe open up um, to be a bit more, I don't know, active to try and um, get the help that they that they need. They see that younger person there, shared experience with someone that is similar to them. 
I think it does make a very big difference. I think it allows them to feel more comfortable in opening up. So I've found that at these events, being able to talk to young people very openly and friends of mine very openly about our experiences, what we've struggled with, how each of us have coped and being able to learn from each other. It's sometimes a lot easier to talk to somebody that's a familiar face or somebody that is similar to you in age than somebody who is an adult or someone that some teenagers or young people find that adults may not understand. And so having that person to be sort of the middle person to translate that to is really important. So how long have you been doing the job? So I've been an ambassador for about three months now. So so you're experiencing that time. So give us a, a typical conversation that where somebody's needed help or advice or just wants to open up. Give us an idea of what that felt like. So I found that a lot of young people just come to me talking about their experiences, talking about, for example, one person came up to me talking about when they have panic attacks, for example. I'm someone who has experienced having anxiety and things like that in the past and have learnt several techniques. So my advice to them was to learn these breathing techniques, learn how to do gratitude and change the cycle of thinking so that you don't spiral. And I think as ambassadors, we all have quite a good understanding of how to talk to young people like us about those techniques. And as as a person who's experienced them ourselves... I think it's much easier to translate that to them. Is there a particular age group that you relate to particularly? So I'm sort of the oldest at the dance school. I'm in the oldest age group. And so the young people aged between 18 and 12, 13 is sort of the older age group that we focus one set of workshops towards. And then we have workshops for younger children as well. So these older workshops tend to be the ones where I'm more helpful in giving that advice only because sometimes people that are slightly older can articulate how they're feeling slightly better. So is, is it an exciting thing to do as you see them sort of relating to and opening up? I think it's, it's very exciting. It's, you know, it can be difficult at times because you're having to deal with a delicate situation or something that somebody feels quite vulnerable about. But it definitely is empowering to know that as a young person, I can help another young person through what I've experienced and that it doesn't always have to come through an adult or somebody that may not truly understand what life is like for a teenager right now or a young person. You mentioned there, and I guess these are some of the things that you would cover in the workshops, whether like from breathing techniques in there, but you said, I think you said practicing gratitude or something. What, What does that mean? So one of the workshops that we've most recently run was creating positivity jars or gratitude jars, depending on what you Mm. call them. And it's about reflecting on what you have, what you have experienced in life that is positive, what that day has truly brought you, you know, what you've learned from it. And you reflect on that and say, thank you. You know, this is what life has brought me today. This has been the positives, despite maybe a sea of negativity that might have faced you or really difficult feelings that you may have experienced or very hard times that you faced in your own mind. Actually, there's always some light, some um, something positive mm. that's come out of that day, whether it's a lesson that you've learned, an experience you've had, or just somebody else who's made your day that bit brighter. So, yeah. 
Excellent. Well, it is Christmas time, um, as you might notice from some of the Christmas decorations that are up in the in the studio. And I'll bring you back in on this one, um, then, Julie. And this isn't this isn't a leading question. Um, just simply curious as to, I guess, seasonal changes in in young people in terms of the support they might need. It's Christmas time, which isn't always the happiest time of the year that everyone pretends that it is do you often see at the different levels at different times of the year especially highlighted during christmas that um people needing a different help or, or reaching out for support more or maybe are they holding back uh more and not coming forward so much i think um oh, this is our first well, it feels like our first Christmas as a charity, really, because, like I said, we've only really, because of COVID, been able to get things going in September. Um, so I think in the coming Christmases, I think as a charity, we definitely would need to do more. I, I believe, I mean, Christmas is, it is a great time. It's a special time. But I think for so, so many people, it's a really, really tough time. And that includes children and young people. I think just because you're a child or a young person doesn't mean you're just taken off with this massive whirlwind of excitement and joy and merriness that's not underneath how it is for a lot of people and I think there's too many children out there and young people that will be smiling and pretending that they're okay when actually they're not and I think going forward at Christmas time it would be a really good time to sort of get underneath those layers and really make sure that those those people those young people that are feeling that way can talk about it they can be open um, and you know to create that environment for them to do that would be really important. So typically, how would people find out about the work that you do? So we've got, um, we have got a website now. It's still a little bit in development, but uh, you can certainly go onto it and find out more about us. Um, that's um, helpingyoungminds.co.uk. Um, email me. Um, I, will, I can send the links for all the workshops and, and you can go on our database and you can be on the mailing list then for everything that comes up, everything we start booking, we can send out to you. Um, we will eventually have everything listed on the website so people can book directly for workshops and courses, but we just haven't quite got the uh, website to that level yet. Um, you can obviously donate on the website as well. But yeah, if, if basically if you want to... Um, if you want to get involved, whether that's obviously to uh, to come to a course, to if you're a parent and you, you, you want to do something that's going to help support you, because we're going to do more and more courses next year for parents as well, support groups. We've got um, attachment theory course as well, which is a really interesting course to do for parents that want to really enhance their relationship with their, their children. Um, we're doing that next year as well. So the best thing is just to con- um, go on the website. There'll be a contact sheet on there and you can contact me via the website. So a couple of things in the new year. What two big things would you um, be doing? We've got two really exciting parent courses and we've got the six-week Empowering Your Minds course that um, I spoke about earlier on, which is a... Um, it's a unique course. We've actually sort of put it together and written it ourselves with the help of lots of therapists and professionals. Um, but the idea is that it's not a course where we're offering to young people and saying, oh, you know, come along if you, if you feel you need help. It's actually a course where they can come along and feel they can become empowered to help others, just like what Kira said. And Kira just put it so well um, in that it is really an amazing experience to actually help someone else it actually helps your own well-being so this course is actually for young people who want to find out about mental health themselves but also really want to to know how to respond and react to the people around them when they're struggling know know the things to say this is hope fm
just a bit of a recap then because it's it's not just for young people but they're they're courses for parents um as well yeah sure um so we've got the first course um in february i think it is will be for parents and it's um mental health youth sorry mental health first aid for youth which is a quite a new course written for parents teachers carers anyone who works with the youth um to help them identify um you have mental health issues it gives a lot of guidance on how you respond and how you react the sort of things you need to do and say so it's a really good course for anyone to do any adult to do who work with or or have young people or have children or teenagers so um all our courses for parents are very heavily discounted so we mm. will actually have providers come in because we're a charity they'll do it slightly cheaper for us and then we'll also subsidize it as well um with all our children's activities and courses and um workshops we are basically wanting to provide all of those completely for free they'll be funded completely by the charity and we do have a six-week course coming up for young people called empowering young minds which is a really exciting course for 14 to 17 18 year olds um which will be a really exciting combination meeting different professionals and therapists learning different aspects of mental well-being and how to deal with that so people want to be able to book on to this to this course because there are limited number number of, of spaces yeah. a- available how do they go about um go onto the website um and you can then contact us via the website um, once you've contacted us we can then send you all the relevant information and forms so you can complete those forms and register and just that website one more time yes it's www um, helpingyoungminds.co.uk helpingyoungminds.co.uk and they can they can also contact you directly can't they Julie right. on, on email if they need need more information uh, what's the email Julie at helpingyoungminds.org.uk excellent so um, we were talking about those courses there and we said like during that song about um how often this is a point that you made Kira that it's not always about um having to react to uh, a crisis all the time it doesn't have to reach crisis point uh, when people are, are reaching out for help it's all about i can't remember the exact words you used maybe it's just just maybe it's just yeah. mental well-being or whatever it was but that was a really good point um so about prevention as well is is important yeah so it's really important to remember that mental well-being is something that everybody has and everybody has to maintain and it's something that as young people we get told to focus on a lot more um and sometimes it's really difficult because we don't get told the techniques that are Mm. really there to support that we sort of get told look after your mental well-being and we all go how (laughs) (laughs) from the school and things like that um and so it's really important as a charity what we're aiming to do is give anybody who wants that support whether you're at crisis point or not everybody has to have that mental well-being support and have the techniques to cope with everyday life as well as those times when things are particularly hard fantastic well thank you to julie and to kira for coming in today and congratulations again on uh, getting the community hero award thank you very much uh both of you yeah, congratulations once again on the community award thank you and very um much. all the work you do a reminder again of that website sorry julie one more i said one more time last time i was lying <laughs> this is the one more time helping your minds dot co.uk co.uk fantastic thank you very much for having us on thank you and happy christmas and you thank you happy christmas